listening to My Rapids Real Estate Show on AM 1320 WFHR, your weekly radio show focusing on real estate, the market, and everything related to housing in central Wisconsin. Welcome back to Hour 2. I'm Ben. And I'm Carrie Nikolai. And you're an agent with Codal Banker Seward Realtors here in Wisconsin Rapids. And you are my husband and my licensed assistant. It's fun. It works well that way. It does. So the last hour we were talking about getting your home, your castle set up for impending situations. You know, get your stockpile of food. Mm-hmm. It sounds like really doomsday, but really it's just good planning that will help you along. And today I found some uh, some votive candles. So we're, we're a little bit low on those. So I found some votive candles. So I picked some of those up because, again, if power goes out at night, we want to be able to see. Candles are always pretty cool to burn. So as long as they're burned safely. Right. Don't leave burning things unattended. Right. Okay. So. So now we're back. Okay. We're, we're still here, not only on the podcast, but on AM 1320 WFHR. And we're going to talk about the market. We are. So we just brought up the uh, the the MLS, and so today I'm in I am in WireX, the multiple listing service for Wisconsin Connection. Right. So we have Paragon, and we also have WireX. So, so we have our local listing service, but there are mul- uh, many listing services around the state. There's regional services. So WireX just takes all of them in Wisconsin. Correct. Mashes them together. Mashes them together. So kind of looked in Wood County itself, just all Wood County as a whole. There were 63 listings available to go and see tonight. Which don't have an offer on them. Nope. In all price ranges. Correct. Okay. And again, we're pre-recording this. So try not to quote me on, on a whole lot, except for it's a low inventory market. So when I looked in Wisconsin Rapids, Port Edwards, Nakusa, Grand Rapids, Saratoga, and Seneca. I'm bringing up 21 homes to go take a look at. Okay. In all price ranges. That's actually kind of okay. It is. But again, still a little bit on the low side. Uh, When I started four years ago, you know, we had over 250 homes to take a look at in all price ranges. So comparatively, we're still in that, that low inventory, which means when a house comes on, the market, you're going to have a lot of people looking at it right away, which is good. And if it's any sort of decent and the price is in the, a ballpark, you're going to get a lot of activity, probably a lot of offers, and it's probably going to be off the market pretty darn quick. Yes. So we always you know, look at, at our sellers that we're talking with and letting them know, okay, well, if you listed today and let's just give the house four days before you get that accepted offer... Are you ready to move in 35 days? Where are you going? What is your plan? Which is usually a really interesting answer. Like, oh, I don't know where to go. Or, yeah, I've got a really solid plan. Maybe this is my second house. Maybe I'm going to move into my second house. Yeah, we're going to move into the cabin until we can find something. Um, My favorite is always suggest, you know, go live in your camper. That's listed in, in April, May. And, you know, if the house sells and we don't have a place to move you into, why don't you go live in your camper and just kind of camp for the summer while we're looking for something? So it's an option. Or in with the kids, or if you do have a line on something to rent, perhaps that's the way to go. Maybe you'll just sit on vacation for a few months mm-hmm. and we can keep an eye on houses for you and you can come back and look at them every now and then, just as long as you can get back within a few hours. Right. Or we do, we have done some video walkthroughs with some of our buyers who are out of state. So that way they get a chance to take a look at it to see whether or not this is something that they really are going to want. So one of the articles that I read this past week was from Zillow and they did sort of an assessment on how users, what features of Zillow people are really using, really interested in. And things like, you know, just listings, just the pictures versus the 3D walkthrough tours versus uh, pre-recorded videos type stuff. Um, And I know we do all of that or put near all of our listings. Yes. But the interactive 3D walkthrough tour was the highest on the list. 
is and the, I do the most like popular. That. Mm-hmm. So we, we've done it on, on our listings and it is kind of fun to walk through the house and take a look at stuff because you can zoom in. You can look at the countertop. You can look at the flooring. I mean, you can really zoom in on stuff. And it really helps with flow to understand how things are, are interacting with each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, pictures, we do a great job of trying to organize the pictures in, a, in an order where you can kind of walk through the house through the pictures. But sometimes it may not always work out. But having that, that interactive step is really, really important to have. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on here locally mm-hmm. in, in our Wisconsin Rapids area. And you yes. said throughout the county. Um, so we've got some key categories, some price categories. How are those shaping out? All right. So if we were looking at under a hundred thousand dollars. So that'd be everything from zero to a hundred thousand dollars. Eight homes to go take a look at. Okay. So that would be a very easy to do afternoon. If we did it Saturday morning, we could probably we could get through eight all eight homes. Especially since it's very much a feeling thing and a lot of people are going to feel that some of those or most of those just don't fit what they want or what they need. Right. So that if we kind of move into that next group, that 100000 all the way up to, what did we do, 175 I got a sure. page flip here. 175 All right. 175 We got five homes. To go take a look at. That's not too bad. No, it is not. Okay. So what about over 175? Okay. Over 175. Because really that 100 to 175 is the most popular range. Mm-hmm. You really get a lot of house. Um, many times you could find houses that are relatively well finished. So you don't have to do a lot of work. So we're looking at eight homes again. Over 175. Over 175. Okay. And what's our highest priced? Just for fun? Ah, uh, just for fun. Let me click on the next click here. Highest, right. highest price one. Our highest priced one. One is, million. One million. Do I hear one million? No. Eight hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred. There you go. I think that one's been on the market for a while. Yes, it has. So, but that's okay. If you have a million dollars, we can find you a house. Yep. So, there are still options, and. We just got in the numbers for home sales and home sale prices from January. It takes a little while because things sort of lag over and county reporting uh, takes a few weeks. So the Wisconsin Realtors Association just launched those numbers. So houses, number of houses sold in January of 2021. Okay. 693 across the state. Oh, wow. That is the highest number, the most houses sold, the most properties sold in the state in, yeah, yeah, all the, all the recent years. It goes, goes back to 2007 in our listing online. So even though we're in the midst of a pandemic still, this is what, 10 months? After the uh, the major pandemic um, insertion, I guess, or, or yeah, the, the craze they, happens. Yeah, when they did our safer at home order came out. Right. So we had more houses sell in the state of Wisconsin this January than we did last January. Last January was 4,245. Mm-hmm. It's so going to be interesting to see what the March. 400 houses carry. This is a lot. Sold even compared to before the pandemic. So what do you think is going to be interesting in March? Okay, well, March is when the original Safer at Home hit Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. So back in January is when they started talking about the COVID. And it, it was in the news, but it wasn't like forefront like it is now. So kind of looking back on that. So I think uh, once, because in March is when... The safer at home order came in. So it'll be interesting to see those numbers from March on now, now to see how, how everything kind of pans out. Now, remember, these are sold numbers. So there's always that about 30 to 45 days of delay. Correct. So these were our, all of our December listings. Right. 
So even looking at last year to compare, we're going to have to wait until April numbers come out to really get a feeling. And looking here at what happened last year, it was a relatively seasonal low, January and February anyway. Mm -hmm. And normally the springtime we'd see, you know, April and May really ramp up. Let's see, May was 6,600 homes sold, which is significantly lower than it was in 2019. There was 8,600. So that was significant. But ever since then, it's been at or above what we had been doing in the past three years. Well, with the interest rates as low as what they are, it is so much more cost effective to purchase a home versus renting. So that's one of the things the report from the National Association of Realtors, which is also comes out now that the housing numbers are out. Mm-hmm. Um, they indicated that the 10-year bond, which in financial circles, that 10-year bond is really what um, indicates the trend for mortgage rates. Okay. okay. So that bond is slightly increasing. So we should see mortgage rates slightly increasing this year. But all the economists are still saying this year is going to be 3%. It's not going to jump up to 6 and 7%. Okay. It's just we couldn't sustain that in any way. I mean, the, the economy just couldn't handle that. So it's still going to be very, very relative, very low. We're not going to see the 1% that we did, you know, but that had to happen in order to keep the economy rolling. Right. So they're looking at the 10-year bond. It's slightly increasing. We might be over the 3% by summer, but they don't think it's going to go crazy. Um, The inventory with an older demographic, now that the COVID vaccine is out and it's, you know, getting into the hands of everybody, those people who are just the last year not wanting anybody to interact with them or be in their house. And we've had some of those clients as well. Yeah. There's going to be the economists think more of those people wanting to now sell that things have eased up. Yes. So we should see that low inventory market really um, equalizing, I guess you could say, or or leveling off, which is a good thing. It is. Um, Even national trends, okay? It was year over year, 24% higher nationally home sales this January versus pre-COVID January. Like you say, you know, it's that, you know, we were dealing with houses in December that have finally come to fruition and sold. Some were in uh, October or November and they just had a little bit longer lead out, but that's, you know, there's always a certain percentage that are going to be kind of a... A long term. A, a longer term, right? For totally uh, many, many, many reasons. So nationally, 24% higher this year for over January of last year which is crazy. Yeah, it is. We can look at the other indicator is median home prices. So it's not the average home price. It's where does it fall in the middle between the lowest numbers and the highest numbers. Okay. Okay. So our median sale price in Wisconsin for January of 2021 was $210,000. And that's all across the state of Wisconsin. This is not That's, something local. This it, is it's statewide. Cu- right. It's cumulatively the state of Wisconsin. Okay. For all those 4,693 homes. The median price, 210000 A year ago, remember again, pre-pandemic. Okay. 190000 So up just a, lo- up a little bit. Yeah. $20,000. That's a little bit more than a little bit, but it, it's up, which is good. Now, if we look at January of 2019, it was one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. So one seventy-five, one ninety—that's fifteen grand. Twenty eighteen was one hundred and sixty-nine thousand. So the difference between eighteen and nineteen wasn't nearly as much. Right. We really jumped eighteen to nine, or excuse me, nineteen to twenty. Okay. And then 20 to 21, a lot of the economists are saying that the, uh, the price trend, that median price is going to stabilize and start to level off. But this again is the highest median home price sales January 
that we've had, and I'm looking at the numbers all the way back to 2007. And it really, really shows that even still in, we're going to say December, January, in those cold months, holiday season, people are still moving. They're still looking at this of, you know what, we need, we're changing jobs. We're, we're ready to do that downsizing. We're ready to do that upgrade. We are still on the move. Is that crazy? It is. So now we can, we can dig a little bit deeper. So sales in Wood County. Okay. Okay. We'll get a little bit closer to home. A little bit closer to home. This January of 21, 67 houses or properties sold in January. All right. Last year was 36. Year before was 37. Year before was 32. Well, we had a couple of colder winters. Now the last year, last January and this January were very mild. Mm -hmm. We were out walking in a sweatshirt because it was January and it was a beautiful day and you didn't need to bundle up. And remember those sales were instigated before that. So it was in December and December was really, really mild. Right. But yeah, 67. We, we almost doubled the amount of properties sold in 21 than we did 2020. I'm going to go with interest rates did that and probably the lack of snow. So we almost need to have like snow totals of how much snow was on the ground. It, it is interesting how that psychology, you know, how it psychologically impacts people. That's why the spring market is such a thing mm-hmm. because people are, are getting that cabin fever and then if spring is released and that's what we're feeling right now. I mean, Goodness, we've got almost all the snow off of our roof and half of it's gone in the yard. Which is great. I'll be putting down pre-emergent next week. And on top of it, we can figure out where the raised flower beds are going to go. And the sprinklers. Oh, the sprinklers can be moved. So median home sale price for Wood County in January. Okay. $134,000. Which is very a very reasonable price. Median price. Remember? Mm-hmm. Okay. So last year, $119,000. So again, we saw that, that jump. A significant so, jump. Yeah. This one would be, what, about $15,000? $15, Roughly. So year before was 96000 Year before that was 76000 Year before that, 2017 was higher. It was 94500 Okay. So again, like you said, with the weather had a big impact. Um, the winter of 2018, the December was significant. So, again, this is the by far highest median sale price that Wood County has seen. And like I said, looking all the way back to 2007. So we're looking at listing the home, getting more money for the home based on on these numbers. There, There is that possibility. Now, we're not going to guarantee it for everybody, but... From what the trends are looking, we could list the home and we can, we can make that upgrade. There's, we can downsize, we can upgrade mm-hmm. and have a higher sale price. Right. Your asset now is significant. There's a significant value in your asset. So getting that asset value out of it by selling it and moving into something that's better fit for you. Yeah, now is definitely the time. And people are seeing that. So, you know, the message I want to give to people listening is it's a good time to sell. You have a lot of, we can help you with some creative options to where you're going to live next. Mm -hmm. And don't feel so much doom and gloom if you're on the buying side, because there's, there's been the most sales in Wood County in a January pretty much ever. And it, especially since 2007, when my, my records are in front of me right here. But even our conversations with JR is saying these are, are record-setting years. Yes, every single year we're, we're hearing it and then we're also seeing it. So it's been, it's been really interesting. Really, really interesting. So even though it feels like there's not a lot of inventory and there's a lot of buyers, there are a lot of buyers who are still buying houses. So you definitely have a chance. And on top of it, our buyers are now getting in the better position. So they're getting their pre-approval. So that way when a house does hit the market, 
they can walk in and go, yes, this is going to be a house for me. I've looked at, you know, this is my seventh home. We've wrote not, we've written an offer on five. We haven't gotten them. We know what we're looking for. We're going to go back to the office. We're going to write the offer. We're going to try for this because they know, definitely have that pre-approval and know what they want in a home. So when they see it, they can say yes. I think this has created a situation of far more savvy buyers. You know, not so many, I don't want to call people laissez-faire, but just, okay, let's go look at houses. I think I might want to move. And there's so many options to choose from. You know, now it's, like you said, you, you've written a couple times. You now understand what's having to be. You've gotten to the bank, the pre-approvals, all that good stuff that we, you know, really coach people on and happen. And we've even had buyers even this week, you know, this is going to be their second home. They already bought their first home. This is now they're moving on to their second home. And they're like, this is exactly, this is what I want. This is a deal breaker. It must have the following things. And they're patient. They're happy to wait. They're like, you know what? If we look at 17 homes, we look at 17 homes. I'm cool with this, but I want to make sure that I'm making the right and smart decision versus just the house is available. Let's just write an offer. Let me get in there. Let me start living. They want to make sure it's the perfect fit. We're, we're definitely seeing that, I think, across the board. Mm-hmm. Or people who are reevaluating and, and saying, maybe I refinance. And this isn't as bad of a place as I thought. And we can make some, maybe some building modifications to the place that we currently are in. Although that's tough as well because builders are... They're behind. They're, they're very active. They're busy. Yeah. Um, I think the building trade, my personal opinion, is that there hasn't been as many people getting into that trade over the last, you know, five, 10 years. And so they're, they're dealing with a, a lack of trained people. Well, and we have to look at the Rapids area too. We had that derecho in June of 2019. So there's a lot of repairs. There's been a lot of repairs. Mm-hmm. So building needed to stop to help families get the repairs done. There wasn't the manpower to do both. And so companies had to make that choice of, do we put this house on hold of a brand new build and go help out our neighbors and get our community back up and running And many have done that. So it's really great to see that they're taking care of our community. But at the same time, then we fell, they got behind on those new builds. And of course, like we've been saying, building material prices are going up. Um, And now with, you know, the the storms and stuff moving in through the south, there's going to be a lot of damage down there. So that's going to take up some inventory of building materials as well. We ran into that with uh, building our raised flower beds. Right. Because, you know, we wouldn't have been able to get the cedar because it just isn't available. So we had to go with a a fir and we did. And we were just, we were lucky to be able to get that because at Haas at the time, they only had 10 out of our 44 boards. So they had to call around to a couple lumber yards that they have throughout the state and bring them in so that way we could actually get that order fulfilled. You know, and that's one of the great things about working with local building supply companies. You know, Metcalf Lumber and House Builders are two that really come to mind to mm-hmm. me uh, versus kind of the big box store. They might not care as much about, you know, ke- keeping the inventory in stock or, or finding it for you. I mean, they had to go a little bit out of their way to accommodate us, but it, it wasn't terribly troublesome. You know, but a big box store might say, well, you know, it's going to be a couple of weeks and we got to have to go through channels and get it shipped in from, you know, this other store and that store and that store and yada, yada. So, yeah, I like, really like working with the local guys. Yes, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was great walking in there and going, I need 44 pieces of lumber. This is what I want. And four guys right away. What are you building? How are you going to be doing this? Are you sure you're all set up? Do you know what you're doing? Yep. So it was really good. It was great going there. I enjoy, you know, working directly with with the locals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are good good guys. Yes. Um, So that kind of leads into uh, another article that I had um, looked at from the National Association of Realtors. They had an interview with Cheryl Palmer. Cheryl Palmer is with Taylor Morrison. They're a national building company. Okay. So they do a lot of... um, 
not prefabricated, but uh, spec homes. So they speculate that these are the houses that the market's going to want. Now, part of their speculation strategy on what to build without having a, a buyer in hand telling them what they want is that they're, they're looking at trends. So a design trend, Cheryl said, is that with the low interest rates, people are going back to building houses a little bit larger and they're filling it with more amenities because they can afford uh, a little bit higher end fixtures, you know, faucets and whatnot, or countertops and cabinetry. But they're also starting to want not just the great room, that, that open concept, but like we talked last week, the open concept that's still manageable with different areas in it. So now everything just, you know, open up all, all onto itself, but designated areas still in that open concept. Okay. You know, so you have a place that feels like it should be a dining room, but it's, it doesn't have constricted walls necessarily around it. So those design elements, higher end amenities, and people are, you know, hey, I can get a little lower interest rate now. I mean, my goodness, you know, new building mortgages under 3%. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it is. So um, a couple news from national news sources. Okay. Um, we're getting word that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are ex- on their own expanding the forbearance plans that, that they have. Okay. So if you're in one of those hardship plans already, check again with your lender and you might be able to extend that forbearance out a little bit longer if you need. Interesting. Okay. Of course, a lot of those things are going to have to be repaid. Yes. But getting on a repayment plan early and being proactive with these things is really going to help everybody. It is. So that's that's cool. Um, the people from Lending Tree, they're expecting the hot market to stay around this year, but they're not expecting for a housing bubble to be burst. You know, like we saw, especially in the 2008 region, where it just went crazy. I mean, that was because of bad lending practices. Currently, it's because of good but low interest rates. And, you know, the, uh, especially the secondary mortgage market is really honing in on, hold on, we have to actually give money to people who can repay us. Right. You know, they have extra, extra questions and, and extra documentation that they're looking for. I know when we bought our house, we had to provide more documentation than what we thought we would originally need. Which wasn't a bad thing. We had no. it. it. We just had to, to run with it. But yeah, our mortgages through a secondary, like a Freddie Mac or Fannie Mac. Fannie Mac? Freddie Mac? It's through something. Fannie and Freddie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's through something. So through the bigger companies. It's a but, great company to be working with. They've, they've answered all of our questions. Yeah. But LendingTree and Yahoo Finance both say that... We're not expecting a huge bubble to burst. It's just going to be a, a trend and perhaps a reset trend back to something where there's a little bit more inventory that stays on the market a little bit longer. But with the amount of buyers that we have, I mean, on our end, and with a lot of the local realtors, we're seeing a lot of buyers staying in a pool and they're still hunting for houses. They are. So now, now we look at the multiple listing service a lot bunch of times a day, you know, four or five times a day. And we're seeing houses come on the market. They are. Houses are coming on the market. And like we discovered this week, you know, a house came on the market on Monday. I think it came on probably about 10 o'clock in the morning. And by four o'clock in the afternoon, there was ready one offer on the table. We were going to be going and showing it. And we got the the warning of you may not be the only agent there with your buyer. So just be ready. So when I got to the house, there was three showings going on at the same time. So the family was just trying to crank in as many people as possible. They were trying to get the house out there because it was going to be under contract, you know, by midnight. Yep. And and we are still talking to people about listing their house. So we've got a handful of people who are in the process of getting that ready and ready for the market. And I think most real estate firms have that situation as well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in the pipeline who are, are getting those fi- final finishing touches on their house, getting it ready, 
figuring out what they're going to do with their stuff. Well, and too, we're also now starting to talk with some of our buyers about buying vacant land because there's a lot of vacant land out there. But again, you know, builders are going to be a little bit behind. But if you can wait those two years, it may not be two years. I'm just using it as an example. But, you know, if you are in the renting situation, you find the land that's like this is the perfect location. Start working with a builder and go, you know what, let's just build a home. And that way you can build it to your needs. And if you wanted to have, you know, the granite countertops, you can put that, you know, budget that in there. So that way you have the perfect home and it will be a brand new build for you. Yeah. I think people are really coming into that as a, a thought process. You know, I can't find what I want. So, so yeah, let's, I, I can, let's build. I can spend a little bit of time and build. Um, there's a cost that's associated with that. It costs more to build what you want than to find something and over the couple of years renovate it into what you want. And we worked with one of, we were, we were thinking about building. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't find what we were looking for. Then we're like, well, we'll just build. So we looked at a couple of builders to see what was possible out there. You know, and they had different levels of, you know, they can just put up the shell of the house and be totally up to us to finish off the insides. And then we also talked with a couple builders of, yep, when you work with us, it'll just be moving ready. We'll hand you a key and everything is done for you. Because we talked about, well, if we had the basement unfinished, that way we can finish off that basement. But let's have it plumb for that extra bathroom, for the extra bedrooms. Let's think of those levels. So there are some options out there as far as building. Even a uh, a factory built home might get you, you know that that closer to finish faster. Mm-hmm. I know we talked with Wausau Homes. Yeah, we talked with the Terrace Homes as well. Ah, Terrace Homes. Yeah. That's what we were trying to come up with. And I might be able to get someone from you know those entities in on the podcast and do a little interview and you know ask them how they're they're doing with building. I'm pretty sure they're swamped. But oh yes, you know it's it's not a mobile home. So don't worry about that. It's a, a traditionally stick-built home, but it's moved from the factory then on site onto a proper foundation and all that jazz. And it, you can get those. They take care of putting in the septic systems, the electrical to the house. They take care of a lot of it. And again, you can kind of do the, you know what, if we're going to do a two-story, we'll finish off the basement and the upper story. Just worry about the main floor so that way we have a place to live. Right. That's finished off and we can take care of the rest. Or if you're not into that and you want it all completely done, they're so happy to do that. There is a certain level of finish that has to be done for it to have an occupancy certificate issued. Correct. But And th- also, too, working with your lender. Mm-hmm. So yep. you may say, hey, just put up a shell. We'll take care of the rest. Your lender may say, oh, no, no, it needs to have all the finishings done. It needs to have the insulation, the drywall everything has to be done. So making sure you're talking with your lender, if you're going to build of what their level of finished is. And there's just a lot of options too. A lot of options with land that's available. You want something out in the country or do you want a city lot? Carrie, do we have a city lot available for people? We have 13 city lots available here in the Rapids area. At the time of this recording, we have many, many options. Yes. And that's just under our purview. Um, there are a lot of options in the multiple listing service around the area. And we're happy to go take it, take a walk in the woods with you and go check out, you know, your, your five acres or your 80 acres that you would like to purchase. We'd be happy to go take a walk in the woods. Do you want hunting land? Do you want marsh? Do you want wetlands? There's, yeah, we can find something for you. We can find anything. Yeah, that was, that was pretty fun. Last year, taking a, a couple groups of people from the Chicagoland area mm-hmm. out and try to find new hunting land up here. Yeah, we got to walk several 80 acres in one day. Yep. They were a great group of guys. We we had fun. I think that was um, February, March. It Yeah. It was cold. It was cold. It was cold. A lot of things were frozen over. So that's also kind of tricky on trying to imagine... It's frozen over now. What is it going to look like later? Well, and the really cool thing is these guys, they were avid hunters. They knew what they were looking for. They had a GPS. I'm going to call it a gizmo because I'm not even sure what they had. It's a thingamajig. So it's a doohickey. They they were 
they had all the corners mapped out of where it was supposed to be. And it also then told them what type of ground they we were walking on because again it was everything was frozen so we're crossing something and he's like oh he goes and this spot is only about four feet deep i'm like four deep four feet deep of what he's like oh we're on water right now i'm like oh exciting neat all right i'm just gonna follow you guys in the woods and you just let me walk on the water there you go that was a good time it was um we went through some farm fields as well, so some uh, farmable land, mm-hmm. and so that's an interesting conversation. And we can help a buyer through all that process, um, finding out who to contact, giving you some options on land surveying and um, actual dirt quality soil samples and that type of thing. Right, and you know, even with the tillable land and things like that, you know, if you wanted to get it at least out, so you know, we're going to buy these eighty acres. 20 of it's, you know, good tillable land, you know, making, making some connections for you to find someone who is going to use that land and then have, have that land give a little bit of money back to you. So that way it's a little bit easier to make those payments. So Let's change topics just a little bit. All right. Okay. Let's talk about some styles and home trends. Ooh, excellent. Mm-hmm. The uh, International Builders Show happened recently. Excellent. Yeah. It was virtual, of course. Okay. So they had set up uh, virtual walkthrough areas and conference. So you could kind of focus on which segment did you want to check out, you know, kind of like Kind of like walking through the builder's show. They've got landscapers on one side and builders on the next. And okay. Furnace, you know, HVAC, whatever. They said there are a couple of really hot trends. Like I said, those open floor plans with designated areas. Okay. They also are looking at new wall finishings. So we're kind of trending back to the wallpaper. I was going to say, are we going to be doing wallpaper, like a textured wallpaper? Exactly. Because what they found with the large open concept spaces, and we're going to talk about uh, furniture design in the staged, styled, and sold blog. Okay. Which I sent that to you in an email earlier. Oh. And the textured wallpapers that they're coming out with now are actually noise reduction wallpapers as well. Oh, how nice. And I'm assuming that this is also something that's going to be a little bit easier to clean because if we've mm -hmm. got the open concept and we're cooking the burgers and and the grease and everything that's in the air from cooking, we don't, it gets on the walls and you got to figure out a way to clean it off. Exactly. So also with that are more high efficiency appliances as far as extraction fans um, interconnected with LED fixtures so you don't have to change bulbs a lot. You know, putting LEDs, we're seeing this in uh, refrigerators already. The best thing that these manufacturers have ever done, in my opinion, is putting lights in the freezer compartment. Oh, yes. I'm like, why do we go so long without lights in the freezer? Another big trend is really connecting the indoor and outdoor spaces. Um, We've seen sliding patio doors and wide open French doors. Now they're um, trending toward almost movable walls. So it'd be a, a four or five panel or segmented glass with metal frame and they'll actually bifold and hinge all the way open. So you're opening up an entire uh, eight, 16 feet of wall. Oh, how neat. So that's, that's really, you know, letting us live both indoors and outdoors. We can't really do that here at our house, but we still, you know, that's one of those things. We like living outdoors and indoors as well. So that was some trends from the International Builders Show. And I'd like to thank National Association of Realtors, Melissa Dittman Tracy, for heading out there and getting us some information back from it. She also wrote an article for Staged, Styled, and Sold blog. Home trend this time is Wicker Mania. You see it there? I do. Wicker mania. So designers are moving the trend from outdoor styles indoors. 
Now, I know you're not a fan of wicker. I am if it's done right. Okay. So it, it all depends on on the wicker and how it's how it's being used. I mean, I do after looking at some of these pictures, you know, having that nice beachy feel is quite nice. I, I do think a lot of these wicker items are going to make more sense in that cottage in a sun porch, you know, where it still is sort of outside or outside feeling. Right. So like our sun, our screened in porch that we have on the back of our garage, very appropriate to have wicker furniture in there. So I'm kind of looking forward to this springtime furniture is coming out so that way we can kind of take a look at some of that. But if the rest of your decor is beach theme, you know, the beach house, cottage, nautical, and we see a lot of that here um, down by the lakes. Mm-hmm. So you go a little bit south, um, like Nepco and Petenwell and Arrowhead and Camelot and Sherwood, all that jazz. A lot of those houses are um, older, perhaps. They've been on the lake for quite a while. Well, if you got a nice Victorian three-story home and you love the beach and you put in the right colors to help with the beach feel. I've, I've seen that a couple of times. Wicker would be Done like really, yeah. perfect for it. How about a uh, a front porch with a wicker porch swing? Mm-hmm. You can see that. Um, so a lot of these are, are items in the house. Uh, looking at, again, the open concept. So you'd have your kitchen area and an island in front of it. Instead of a, a sit-down bar that's connected to the walls, it's just an island with an overhang. The stools you would then have in that little breakfast area, sit-down bar, yep, um, still attached to the island. So again, it's the island, and you put some wicker stools in front of it. And it looks like, too, uh, in, in these pictures, I wish you guys could all see the pictures. Maybe Ben can figure out a way to put this up on our on our website, too. But it looks like even trying to bring that wicker feel with the lighting. So it's going to be accenting everything. You've got the the chairs with the wicker along with the light fixtures. So it's not like too overpowering. Right. It's just a nice little accent piece with some wicker just to kind of make it feel beachy. Um, other more elegant styles are incorporating metal. So like either a dark, dark metal and a neutral or light wicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, wood, a stained wood frame with a wicker woven seat and back. And like you said, with the lights, uh, brass and copper accents with a whisker, wicker basket. Whisker basket. There we go. Wicker basket so that it diffuses the light a little bit and also gives it a nice warm amber color. Got a lot of options. Um, there's even a, a, a sitting room, a family room that has cloth seating but wicker as an, a large ottoman almost like a coffee table in the center right so mixing it up and it seems to go good with uh wood floors as well i i think we find the wood looking floors at, at least the look of it with the uh, vinyl plank floor and what whatnot but it still looks like wood floor mm-hmm. you know that's that's a common and trendy trendy thing so wicker kind of goes along with that yeah So don't be afraid to bring your outdoor furniture inside. So we didn't even talk about where I went for coffee on Monday. So where'd you go for coffee on Monday? Well, Monday I went back to out of the box. So the last time I was there, I grabbed my hot tea and was going to be drinking tea and then realized I was supposed to go get some coffee on Monday because it's Monday coffee. So went back to to out of the box and this time I grabbed their cake batter coffee. Ooh. And then I paired that up with a gigantic cinnamon roll. And when I say gigantic, I mean really it was gigantic. It was very huge. It took me a while to eat it. But it was very good. Did did it have the classic cinnamon roll frosting on it? Oh yes, it was definitely the cream cheese frosting on top of that. Excellent. Did they serve it warm and with uh, utensils as well? No, they did not. So it wasn't warm. But the nice thing is, I did have forks at the office. Well, of course, because we have snacks at the office. Exactly. Maybe not for our guests and clients, but for us, for sure. So, but yeah, it was really good. It was very enjoyable. 
So definitely going to go back and I'm going to be trying their lunch menu. So definitely going to be needing to take, take a trip back to try their lunch m- menu. They have lunch? They have lunch. Soup, salad. I really did not. I took a picture of the menu. I'd have to find the picture to tell you what they have. But they have lunch. They serve lunch. Coffee, so, coffee for lunch might be kind of weird. It is because I, I would be, I'm not, I can. You would be jazzed all day, wouldn't you? I would be. There's, there's a limit to the amount of coffee I should have in a single day. Yeah. And there's a lot of times that you go over that. There is. It just tastes so good that I just keep drinking and nobody tells me not to. So what are some interesting things coming up here in the community? Now we're the first weekend of March or the mm-hmm. first week in March. So we've got uh, the Central Wisconsin Fire Artists. And that's over at the... the Cultural Center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, through the middle of the week. Let's see. We always have hockey on Friday nights. We usually have hockey on Friday nights. Oh, is hockey season already over with? I don't think they're here local this week. Okay. And it, it's winding down. Um, I know the state basketball championships for high school just happened. Yep. So... Again, this is pre-recorded, so we don't know the outcome of that, unfortunately. I'm rooting the Royals because I was an Assumption grad, and girls are, are back at state, so that's doing well. Let's see, Thursday the 4th is also the looks like Network and Business Education Series. That's going on. You can easily find all these events over at visitwistrapids.com. Or if you want to find out more about the area and community activities and history, go over to myrapids.info. That's a fairly good link page. I've got a bunch of links there for like the Historical Society and all these other area event calendars. Excellent. Mm -hmm. I know the Chamber of Commerce is doing some events coming up here in March even, and we're getting ready for the... 27th, uh, we're going to be down in Nakusa for the... Easter. Easter event. Right. Can you tell us more about the Easter event? Well, they are doing a fun run that's going to be starting over at Goodfellas Pizza and it will be going, I want to say it goes all the way out to past the cemetery, a little bit past the cemetery, and then you turn around and come, come right back. So it's along, it's along the river. Okay. I'm not exactly sure of the whole entire route, but it's up on their website of what the the route actually is. So take a look at that. And then from noon until three, they have Peter Cottontail coming on down to Riverside Park. So you can come get your picture taken with the Easter Bunny. So the run starts at 10. Starts at 10. Then the Easter Bunny comes later. Yes. Okay. Uh, Historical Point Bass also has the Sugar Bush that day. It also starts at 10. Excellent. 27th. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm thinking even this... Next week here, the the maple should be starting to flow pretty good. Yes. So usually the sugar bush, they usually show you how they harvest the maple sap to make the maple syrup. So there is always a great group of people out there doing that. And you know what's on the 28th of March? Nakusa walleye days. Excellent. I was wondering when that was going to happen. It's that time already. It is. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's get our, our boats out, get them all tuned up, and you, ready to go fishing. The United Way is also doing Power of the Purse event, so that looks to be on the 8th. If you want information about that, contact the United Way. I know James has been promoting that in the morning shows this past week or so. Yes, he has. So, you know, anything else that we've got going on in the community? I think right now, I think that's, that's it. But we are ramping up for springtime. We are. It's going to be a busy year. I think everybody's been cooped up for the last 10 months and they just want to do stuff. I know. I'm looking forward to the snow being gone by next weekend so that way we can be out in the yard. I've been watching the sun patterns to, so we know where to put our raised flower gardens. It is interesting being in a new house for the first year and trying to figure out those little nuances. Yes, it is. And it's it's been very fun. So you're standing out in your yard just kind of staring at things and everyone's kind of looking at you going, okay, what are you looking for? It's like watching the sun. I'm also keeping an eye on my roof, our shingles with the ice stamp situation that we had. So one of our YouTube videos 
I explained what ice dams are and kind of how to go around that. Um, increasing the insulation in the attic is the biggest one. And I'm seeing that they're melting. This is really exciting. It is. And we're going to be probably announcing midweek if we are going to be having a guest speaker on. So right now we're getting a few people lined up. And so we don't want to spoil it who's who's coming on. But watch out for those videos on our Facebook page of who is going to be our special guest. And of course, special guest means you get special cookies. So I got to go make some cookies yet this evening. Always food with us. It is. I always figure if you're going to come sit with us, we're going to give you some cookies. So Ben, what is the best way to get a hold of us? There are a number of ways. Can, you know, connect with us on the social media. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. You can also send over your questions and comments to myrapidsradio at gmail.com. So myrapidsradio at gmail.com. Okay. You can check out information links on our website about the area, myrapids.info. Or you can find out more about the housing inventory, myrapids.com. Excellent. Sounds like we've got a lot of places to go look for and to get some information. We have got, we've made it as easy as possible to get the most people the most information. Excellent. Yeah. So... I will just quick update for our events calendar. Okay. The 27th, the River Kings are at home against the Steel County Blades. All right. On the 27th. They're also Friday night game again with the Blades on the 26th. We'll see how that ends up. Let's see where they are for March. This first week in March. Yep. They've got the playoffs on the 5th and uh, looks like strength conditioning and practice the whole week before. So right. they'll be ready to go for the first weekend in March to finish off. With the playoffs, first round is on March 5th. Second round is on March 12th. So hockey's winding down. It is. Well, we just want to thank you in this last few seconds here of the show. But thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have enjoyed this two-hour special. If you have any questions, you know, feel free to contact us. And we'd be happy to answer all your questions. Yeah, if you're curious about or have comments about housing and the Rapids area or anywhere across the state of Wisconsin, let us know. We might use your question on a show coming up and we'll certainly get information back to you about how either the answer to the question or who we can get connected with. So. All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you for listening and you guys all have a great central Wisconsin day. Bye-bye.